Thank you for joining us wherever you are. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Old Ways Actual Play Team. This actual play uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu tabletop role-playing game rules by Chaos. This actual play is performed by adults and in an adult setting. While we try very hard to stick to language for all ages, listeners should know that this podcast may include mature themes. All content, including names, places, events, companies, and etc., that may bear resemblance to entities living or dead, is strictly coincidental. My name is Michael Diamond, and for tonight's game, I will be your keeper. Thank you for joining us again another episode of the Old Ways Podcast. I am your keeper, Keeper Michael, and we return to Masks of Nyarlathotep in the England chapter where our investigators have begun to make some decisions about what's to come next. Uh, so with the warehouse somewhat situated, they've returned to the hotel to have a drink, maybe relax for the evening, and catch up. So why don't we go through introductions, and then we'll see what they have in store for us. So to my right. It's uh, Lonnie. I'm playing Lawrence Edward Oliver Forsyth and sweet, sweet alcohol. Mm, yes. The nice part about being here overseas is that there's no prohibition. So uh, to Lonnie's right. This is Morgan. I play Lillian Lane and I am just so tired. I just really want to go crawl into a bed, a couch, the floor. You mean, you mean Lillian, right? I mean, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. Lillian no, is really right. tired. <laughs> it's okay. Soon everything will be fine. You won't have anything to worry about soon enough. Uh, so at the end of the table. This is Jake. I'll be playing Jack Doyle. And we have some, some decisions are being made. Indeed. Indeed. You have a, you at least have a location where you believe some things, some ne'er-do-wells may be. And so that is helpful. To uh, Mr. Doyle's right. This is James. I'll be playing Dr. Sigmund Tartenbach, who has a new outlook on life. Yes, it's um, it's a little li- less cloudy. Everything is, uh, well, it's fantastic. Went to the doctor's right. This is Tiffany. I play Maeve O'Shea, and Simone has something I want. Yeah, he's got something we all want, actually, which is an introduction. So uh, last but most certainly not least. Uh, this is Alex. I'll be playing Simon Granger, and um, I have an ambush bug in my ear. Uh-oh. Ambush bug. We lift the curtain tonight on a hotel down by the uh, dock area in Southampton that the investigators have since fled to after their uh, hotel room was attacked in London. And uh, after they've inspected a bit of the shipment, they've gone back there to convalesce mentally. Some of them physically, none of them emotionally. So we'll pick it up there. We'll say that the uh, some of them are down at the hotel bar trying to enjoy a drink and some sea air. So are, are we all in agreement on what we're doing? But right now we're just going to have, we're going to ship all the stuff back to the States. We're going to have uh, Ramsey handle the security and details and then wash your hands with that for right now okay so who's gonna go telegram ramsey tomorrow morning no okay let's let's handle we'll handle all of this at the end okay i, I think it would just be best that way okay we uh a charter a ship to 
Egypt to leave the day after uh, the new moon, right? Mm-hmm. How many days? When is that? I never write. I never. I never have an idea. It's always like it's a week from now, or the next new moon is the twenty-second. Oh, okay. So we got some time. Um, while we're sitting at the bar, I am scribbling a bunch of stuff on a handkerchief, a hand towel, whatever they happen to have there. It's just a cloth, just writing on it. Okay. Absent-mindedly, while people are talking. Okay, and then. At some point between now and the 22nd, we will slip up to uh, the Miser house, find out what we can, and then perhaps lay an ambush for the uh, whatever ritual goes down there. Are you certain that uh, just an ambush? <laughs> that doesn't seem to fit our modus operandi, Jack. He's trying to ask if you want to burn the place down. Yeah, and I was going to be delicate about it, but if Miss well, Lane is just I, I going mean, to put it out there. Burning the place down, starting a fire somewhere, I think is dependent upon circumstances. You understand, I'm... That's all I'm saying. But, yeah. <laughs> like, like, if we don't have to burn a house down, I would rather not <laughs> burn a house down. Mm-hmm. Until we get oh, there, so... you're like, let's burn this shit to the ground. Oh, yeah. so I mean... that's well, where maybe... now, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, see, see... <laughs> Oh, I saw. I saw. Yes. Only if we have to burn a house down do we burn a house down. Or any other building. You understand? If if we go there without trying to burn the house down, we get there and we're like, okay, well, there's no reason to burn this house down. Then we burn it down as a precaution. We are putting an awful lot of discussion into not burning a house down. Okay. Luna. Should we move or should we have someone... A, a, a group of us, perhaps, um, examines the building in daylight. Oh yeah, I think that's a good idea. I, I think with Gavigan on our trail, um, we should probably stick together or try. What I'm saying, I guess, in general, we don't have to do a group of us. If at some point we can get up there early enough that we can scout out the house, yeah, yeah, underbar. Well, that's it. I, okay, that's that's the plan. Yeah. Sometimes there were no other options but to uh, see to the removal of these particularly dark agents. I'm assuming that is uh, why we'd be going there. You are looking for a purge of sorts. Well, there's, there's two ways to stop the cult. You get them all arrested and thrown in jail, which we might be able to do. But I think it's going to turn into a bloodbath. Or you killed them all. Which, I mean, is, yes, a bloodbath, but it's lesser bloodbath. I just drink the rest of my, my bourbon. Look. I mean, they're, they're cultists. So, you know, I'm not terribly upset about killing cultists. I mean, okay. Wow. Do you remember Erica Carlyle's, you know, estate? Yeah. Do you remember the big dragon-looking thing or whatever the hell? That, uh-huh, what heck that was? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I would yeah, care. You, There's I, no elephant guns here. Well, but on the other hand, keep in mind that they attacked us, so they were they were ready for a fight. We were on the defensive, and the tables be turned this time. Now, I, I just out of curiosity, I feel like I'm not used to Lillian being, and this isn't like a play on Morgan. Like I'm just I'm not used to Lillian being this kind of. Well, she was like historically quiet at the warehouse. Um, so I'm just trying to get a bead on 
is her emotional state? Does she appear shaken or afraid? Or is it an uncertainty, confusion? Like, what's going on there? Like, I'm going to try to get a read on her. Okay. So, it's psychology. Yeah. Nah, let's see. Nope. Ah, nah. I, I need my, my small amount of luck left. That's a 14 on 10. Um, I mean, it, she's tired and she's probably had a few drinks now. It's you're sure it's you're, you're fairly certain it's because she's gone through an exhausted experience. She hasn't told you exactly what happened, which means it could be pretty traumatic. Okay. So our plans to set off for the Miser house in the morning. Is that how you pronounce it? Miser. Yeah. Miser. 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 I think that's tomorrow is probably a little premature, but, but. soon. So what are we doing tomorrow? Well, we're going to set up the, uh, see if we can set up the ship for the shipment and uh, contact Ramsey. Okay. Well, Jack, you you would know that you're not going to be able to actually like, talk to him. You'd have to send him a telegram. Right, right, yeah. Okay, fair enough. I hop off the bar stool and push my drink across the table. I'm headed to bed. I It's been a really long few days. And I, you know, go bounce up the stairs. Okay. We should uh, assemble any of the other objects that uh, we are planning to you send, send to. Mm-hmm. Yes. Take what you, uh, you know, secure the items that you know you want to bring with you on your next uh, trip. Right. You can take them to the warehouse and uh, we can hold them there until the shipment is ready to go. So, Miss O'Shea, are you still hunting your um, your knife? Yeah. I'm, like, still looking at Simone until... <laughs> so, like, I'm imagining the scene where, like, Simone and Lillian and Jack are all having this conversation, you know, back and forth and whatnot. But then, like, behind them at a different table, staring at Simone, we see Miss O'Shea. And she's just kind of like a cat in a corner, like, waiting. That's funny. I pictured her literally coming up over the edge of a table. Like in the corner, <laughs> staring at him like Chuck Norris coming out of the water and missing an action. <laughs> Perhaps uh, Mademoiselle O'Shea has some items in her trunk she would like to uh, dispense with as well. I do, actually. I have a lot of things that do not need to come with. Then it would uh, please me uh, tremendously to act as your porter. Okay, well, uh, do you want to come up and get them now? Sure, I was assuming you would still want to uh, examine some of the objects back at the warehouse anyway. Well, you can come with yeah. me. Yeah, that's fine. Let me uh, go gather some items. Okay, so um, you want to just get me a list of the things that you're going to be giving over? That'd be fine? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's the obvious stuff, like the other mask. Don't need it. I do well, not the, need to explain to somebody why there's a mask with a tongue on it. What um, about the other? What about the other mask? Did you forget about the one with the faces on it? I mean, yeah. So, I just kind of wait for people to uh, pile on anything they want sent. I'll see if I can go about borrowing a cart <laughs> to move this stuff. I think those feet didn't go back. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they can go, go back. back. I know what they do now. So you have, Miss O'Shea, you have in your possession. A carved wooden African mask with four relatively hideous faces. That's right. Perched atop that thick corded neck with a basket-like reed feather and fabric collar. 
That's right. Where did that come from? That came from the Juju house. Oh, that. And right. it has been sitting in your trunk, never expected, just sitting there the whole time. And the uh, objects that uh, were taken from the priestesses. Uh, yeah. residents. Yep, that's going back to... Except for the scroll, because I want to translate it. But the mirror and the crook and the cane... Yeah, and the cane and the robe can all go. Looking over this um, this robe, does this thing look like it's been worn recently? Like, does it seem well-worn? I don't know about well-worn, but it does seem like it has been worn. Just from the examining the fabric on it, 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 size-wise, it, it seems like it probably would have fit Miss O'Shea fairly well. Hey, uh, don't, um, take those back. I nodded, Jack. O- okay. I mean, the, the, the mirror, sure, sure, yeah. But, uh, the rest of that, we might have a use for that. Oh, I don't know if I like where this is going, but okay. I do. <laughs> hey, Mike. Mm-hmm. Am I cognizant cognizant enough to get a psych roll on that? Um, let's see, probably a day huffing ether. <laughs> I mean, I'll be at a twenty percent if you want. Uh, minus uh, 10, 15, uh, 20 if you just want. Go ahead and make a roll. A hard success required. Sure. sure. Just a normal success. That idol thing that um, Jack brought back from the cave with the faces on it. No. No what? No. No? No. You gonna hold on to it? Because it's awfully heavy to be yeah. toting around for no, no use. I, 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 I have been holding on to it. I thought you gave it to me. No. Okay. I guess the only question I have, Miss O'Shea, is I know you're um, planning on giving over a bunch of these things. Have you inspected any of them at all? Well, the mask with the tongue, yes, I had. Yep. Um, the mirror I looked at, but I assumed it was for a ritual. Um, I can look over it again before I hand it off. I mean, you're coming with me, so we can actually do yeah. all that like at the warehouse. Yeah. Give you... And then when I probably come across the wooden mask that I had forgotten about, I probably am like, hmm, <laughs> and I'll look over that. So if you're going to inspect, just I suppose we'll uh, go down the line really quick. If you would like to inspect uh, the mirror, you can. A cult? Uh, no. Aww. Once we, are we at the warehouse then? Yes, you're at the warehouse. So when we get to the warehouse, what I'd like to do, once we get like all the stuff kind of positioned, I will go into the truck, nod to Miss O'Shea, shut the door, and I begin opening boxes. Okay, I'll get back to you in a minute. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're opening boxes. Mm-hmm. So the roles you would make for these items, Miss O'Shea, would be Cthulhu Mythos roles. Oh, okay. Just that. Mm-hmm. No, you could you could use a tome in conjunction with it to help you uh, to search for some sort of identifying markings. Mm. Okay, we'll look at my books here. So I'm looking at the mirror first, right? Mm-hmm. 
I will use the Noctic scripts. And do I have what bonus they give me? Because I know you gave me some. Yes, I do. Okay. Nope. Uh, you're... You're not certain this is actually anything useful at all. It, in fact, this mirror is likely decorative. Well, it can go <laughs> Okay, what's the next item? Well, the masks. The mask or the scepters. Okay. The mask, then I will use uh, Life is a God. No, not Life is a God, sorry. People of the Monolith, which I do have. Okay. Which is 9 out of 34. Yeah. Okay. So that's a hard success. So the mask, this strange four-faced mask, is... find some reference to it here of the, the voices of the four, each one hailing from a different place, a different plane which can bear wisdom or malady. And you know that all you must do is simply place it on your head and you can interact with them. So is it just me and Simone then here? Yeah. And he's inside the... He is, and he pulled the, he pulled the door down. So You can hear boxes continuing to be opened. I'm going to put the mask on. Okay. You don this mask and the the collar of it, right? So mm-hmm. the, the, the piece that goes around your head, which props up the four faces, suddenly constricts around your head. And as you try to, to pull it off, you begin to struggle under the constriction of the band. And you feel the room begin to shift and the warehouse gets brighter and brighter and brighter as if all of the hues that are lit by sunlight cascading in through the windows or through holes in the sides of the warehouse you're getting so much more light now I'm going to make a roll you are struck by an image of a rolling cloud rolls up under the door of the warehouse breaking and shattering the images behind it. The walls, they all cascade away. The truck is consumed by this wave. And on the back of the wave is a tall, powerful male figure. Naked, muscular, and covered in a set of glowing runes from his wrist to his shoulder on his left side 
and his breast down to his right knee on his right side. And as his aura and pure power come into the room, you are forced into a, a prostrate position. He, his, his very will and aura force you to comply. I will. It feels like God entered the room. I will uh, keep my eyes down. A voice in your ears grabs a hold of your brain and moves it back and forth. And the vibrations alone shake you like a child's rattle. Who calls me this day? Just a lowly human called Mae The cloud parts and his form comes closer towards you. I've seen you in the lands of the north. In the boneyard. In the boneyard. You walk with troubled steps. That seems to be my path. Your path walks along those of a thousand masks, a cursed, crawling chaos. Well, I would uh, like to purge it of this curse. Would you? <laughs> Mortal, you are not powerful enough to purge this curse. But should you have need of me and our wisdom, perhaps we could come to an agreement. I'm interested. The masked ones will not so easily be fooled. He has many voices here on your primal world. There is one that walks on this very continent who has allied himself with this foul creature. Gavigan? His moral name is meaningless to me. Go to the east. Destroy him, child. You see the figure reach down with his left hand and he touches your forehead and you feel him almost write something on your forehead with his index and forefinger. Awesome. There's a pop in the room, Simone. Like an audible pop. Okay. And it doesn't come from when you were breaking barrels or breaking crates open. Miss O'Shea, you wake up and you are on your back, lying staring at the ceiling. Is the mask still on? Nope. It's come off. Gain eight points of Cthulhu Mytho. Will do. I will open the door. She's... Something's happened. <laughs> this is not how you left her. Mademoiselle? I, like, put my hand up like it's okay and sit up. <sighs> okay. Give me a moment. One. Just a little one. Take as many as you need. I look around the room. There's something on her head. There's something on her forehead. Um, I'll hop off the truck and kind of tilt my head and step over. It's a very strange symbol. You're not familiar with it. You'll have to uh, bide on me if uh, perhaps I was not paying attention, but it would seem that uh, you have something right here. <laughs> I kind of gesture at my forehead and point at her. I will grab the mirror. <laughs> you grab the mirror. Your forehead is hot, like tangibly, physically hot. And you see that there is a forked symbol on your forehead, like directly in the middle. It looks like a Y with an additional slash straight up and down. You recognize it instantly as a Futhark rune. Do I know what this rune does? It is, it's a rune of protection. 
mostly closely tied with the elk. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And then you start to put some things together. The booming voice, the physically powerful male entity from the vision. You think one of your books might deal with such a deity. Yeah. You uh, seem at least as surprised as uh, I am to see it there. It's, it's protection. We can't go to Egypt next. Hmm. We have to go east. Perhaps you should uh, take that up with Monsieur Doyle. Uh, Are you feeling okay? Yeah. It's taxing to um, speak to deities. You are communing with the Almighty? Probably not yours, no. As I, like, pull myself up. Whether it be yours or mine or anyone else's, uh, you are speaking with beings, voices? Uh, The mask. Um, It has the four faces for four deities. Oh, by the way, Simone, this mask is hideous. It looks like four shrunken heads have been melded together. Like cardinal direction points. I avert my eyes from it. (laughs) Is it just like on the ground? Yeah. Uh, This is uh, what you brought from your room? Yes. Uh, We picked that up. It was in New York with the other cult. Um, I will offer uh, Maeve a hand. So maybe Egypt... I don't know. I have to stop and sort out all of this. I have to look at a map. Anyways, uh, I'm going to keep this mask. The other one can go, though. Let's <laughs> open my eyes a bit. Like Sounds like a marvelous idea. I don't say anything. Okay. So, Miss O'Shea, you have one item left to inspect. Okay. And those are the scepters. Oh, right. And that one... How far did I get with the boxes? Um, so you have... I guess the question is, is are you unearthing the sarcophagus? That I'm leaving that one for last. I've already seen it. Right. <laughs> so I'm... Uh, I'm opening the other box. Like, I'm pulling the sides off of the other boxes or mm-hmm. pulling the tops off and just kind of seeing what's in them and moving on. Okay. I'm just exposing their contents, basically. Sure. And hopefully not losing my mind in the process. <laughs> 33 out of 42. So you are fairly certain, having taken up both of these scepters and given them a good, a real good look over, that these scepters are actually powerful artifacts in their own right and if you were to perhaps give them a bit of attunement time to you you might be able to boost your inherent mystical abilities might give you more of um, a wellspring of energy when you need it Okay, well then uh, those go right back in my satchel as well. Okay, so she hands you the mask with the tongue. And the mirror. And the mirror, because it's just a mirror. Simone, you go through the crates one by one, and in the first crate you find a big sculpture of a bat. At least you think it's a bat. It's more of a bat-like creature. So it's two feet tall. Uh, it's somewhat leaping forward. Its wings are kind of unfurling behind it. It gives you a bit of a gargoyle feel for a moment, um, except that it's only got a single bulbous eye. 
which are within three lobes. It's a little gross, but it's not like yuck sick. Sounds pretty metal. Yeah. The next crate has a, a, a six foot horned devil figure in it. It's carved of a dark wood. The figure is also dressed. Looks like he's got the, the garb of a highwayman. Uh, and then when you look at its face, you can't really tell whether or not the face is of a man or a goat. Oh dear. The majority of the rest of the boxes are stuff you've never seen before. They don't match with any of the rest of the stuff that's here. Most of them are what look like machine parts. Oddly crafted valves, strange electrical boards that are covered in wiring. Uh, there's somewhat baffling tubes. You're not really certain what this stuff is used for. It doesn't match any of the artifact stuff at all. It's like technology? As near as you can figure, yeah. Mademoiselle, uh, out of curiosity, is uh, in the, uh, I guess, the depths of all of this mysticism. Uh, what sort of uh, bizarre science is... Uh, well, perhaps uh, I'll like gesture for her to come up into the truck. I'll step up onto the truck. You're still a little dizzy. Yeah. Um, I'm staying close. Um, so I'll let her, you know, if she needs to lean her, I'll, I'll keep a hand out. None of this uh, makes any sense to me, but uh, I'm familiar enough with kind of, I guess, machinery. Sure. Right. But this this doesn't necessarily look like in- industrial is it industrial? No, no. This is something holy and, and totally t- on the next level. This is like actual engineered parts. Yeah, you're a bit of a loss given what you know. Uh, I mean, me- mechanics is one thing. This is something else. Why would uh, the Penu Foundation be in possession of these uh, pieces? This is not... Art or artifacts. There is a uh, man bat, devil, uh, strange uh, seashell. Actually, the seashell's missing. Pardon? Like the crate that the seashell was in, mm-hmm. that that you saw the doctor get it out of. When you go yeah. to that crate to reopen it, it's gone. I look very concerned. Um, what's what's going on? There was a piece missing. The seashell that was here. Well. Who was looking at it? Is there anybody working in here? Dr. Sigma? No, this place is abandoned. I mean, for it to be taken, someone would have had to have come in when we were uh, at the hotel and only taken that object. True. So then the doctor has it. Do I remember him putting it in his bag or anything? There was a lot going on. Um, He got real focused for a while on the painting. Maybe, Maybe it happened before that. Maybe it happened after it. It's tough to piece together. Please uh, continue giving a look to the uh, other things. The uh, I would be very careful if you were to examine the uh, sarcophagus. You remember its face, yes? Uh, yes. Um, I'm going to hop off the truck and um, I'm going to see if... Is there any sign that anyone else was here? No. This place is locked up tight on the drum. You'd know if somebody else was in here. The only person that was here that left that wasn't with the group was Mr. Forsyth. Right. And as far as you know, he's back at the hotel now. Okay. 
I will solve that mystery later. What items were supposed to go to Egypt? All of these items were mislabeled for Egypt. They were actually going to Shang- Shanghai, right? They were all going to Shanghai. I guess let me know when uh, you are satisfied with your inspection of the items. Okay. Do you want me to take the time to inspect every item? This is why we are here, because uh, we will not be, well, you will likely not be coming back, and these items will be getting sent overseas. Okay. Well, I guess hand them to me in the order in which you want me to look at them, from safest to scariest. Well, safest would be the engineered parts. Oh, yeah, I'll pick up one that's, I don't know how heavy are these things. Well, they vary in uh, weight, but the you pick up what you think is a strange it's a strange board with a bunch of lights on it and there's like woven copper, hardened copper on the back of it. Okay. It looks, it looks like, I don't know if somebody did some spider weaving on the back of it with copper wire. Do these, uh, objects make any sense to you? No, I don't deal with machinery or anything. However, Forsyth does. I mean, that was kind of like his thing. I think he built stuff. Okay, I will take um, the piece that I just picked up and I will put it into my bag and then I will indicate the man bat. Okay. What I can give you on on these pieces uh, is maybe a little bit more clarity as far as skill rolls go. Okay. So none of the pieces here that he is giving you mm-hmm. are going to prompt you for any sort of mythos roll. Oh, okay. They are mundane, although you would need the proper skill to determine them, right? So... Likely those are going to be archaeology or history. Archaeology, I have one. History, I have... I have 65, so roll history. Sure, you can roll history. This is something else like you you think Forsyth might be able to give some shed some light on. You know that he did some work in South America, too. Yeah, which I failed, so 72 out of 65. Well, um, I know that uh, Forsyth worked on... Uh, in Panama on the canal so he might know some more about these things but as far as them being like um, mystical nah very well except for the sarcophagus if you wish to uh, gaze upon it we can take a look yeah I'd like to see what kind of symbols are on it alright crawl back I crawl into the back of the truck and climb on top of this thing so that I can slide the, uh, the door down again you slide the door down. You know how to. You know how it opens. Miss O'Shea, you stand in front of a seven-foot-tall carved obsidian pharaoh. It appears at first as a sarcophagus, and it is intricately sculpted. Powerful body, the shoulders, the face. It even has the pharaonic headdress. What is unmistakable is the fact that the face has been consumed by tentacle. It reminds you a bit of, of the sculpture of David and the fact that it is so well crafted that there is movement to these tentacles. Did, did it move? You think it moved? I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at her. <laughs> Why don't you give me a sanity roll? Oh, fun time. Sanity. I don't need to make another one, do I? No, you don't. Nope. I see that. All right, so lose three sanity. Okay, I've done worse. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, 
that sends a shiver up your spine. And as if this warehouse has not been troubling enough, uh, yeah, that needs to be closed up and, and put away somewhere else. Yeah, this one, no good. You you can shut it. I'm, I'm, you have no. what you need then? I don't think anybody needs that one. Okay, I don't waste any time then. I lock it back down. That one for sure needs to be locked up and nobody needs to look at it along with that painting. Those are the only two things that I see that... All right, I lock everything up, close the truck, and I will uh, escort Miss O'Shea out. And on the way back to the hotel, I will pass her a wrapped bundle. I would ask that uh, only you spend uh, the time necessary to make sure that people know what they need before you... uh, delve into your curiosities at length. Okay. Thank you. Push it into her hands. Let's go looking for a Forsyth. All right. So back at the hotel, uh, Mr. Mr. Forsyth, how are you spending your um, post bar evening? I guess. Well, first I spent it sleeping. Now I'm spending it drinking coffee, looking at the newspaper. Hmm. Well, the newspaper currently is covering a story about a uh, apartment fire in Soho. It looks like there were several other buildings in the area that caught fire. Several people injured. It's a shame. Nothing in it about any attack at the Waldorf Astoria? So, yeah, next morning's paper. So, yeah, there would be uh, a, a line in it about trouble at the Waldorf. Rumors that uh, there was a potentially a murder there. No names mentioned? No names, but the papers are beginning to get a little... You can tell from the pieces that are beginning to show up on the front, the first and the second page, that more and more of the local news is beginning to bleed over onto the front page. A lot less national coverage, a lot less coverage about the unemployment issue here, people on the dole, that sort of thing. We're going to have to get ready to go very quickly. Simone, you enter the hotel. Okay. I will uh, nod to Miss O'Shea and look for uh, Forsyth. There he is. Is he sitting sitting by himself? He is. I will wander over to his table or bar, wherever he's sitting. You said he's reading the paper? Yep. I will um, (laughs) kind of drop... I'll drop the gadget on the table with, like, kind of an unceremonious thud Mm. and sit in the chair across from him and, like put my feet up on the chair next to me and just kind of look tired <laughs> and just kind of stare like over my shoulder at Forsyth until he decides to look over his paper. I look over as soon as I hear the thump. You hear the thump and what's in front of you on the table is rather curious. It's a, well, um, it's a board. It's a, um, it's a board which has four or five different diodes and lights on it. And then you can tell that there's a uh, there's been some, some copper wiring work on the back of it. Although it isn't crude, it's very well constructed. In fact, it's curiously engineered. Electrical repair? Actually, engineering. Engineering. All right. Well, that works too. 94 out of 60. Can I push this? You absolutely can push it if you'd like to. Just tell me how you would push it. I know a little bit about wiring. 
Mm-hmm. Wiring that small requires very, very, very specialized equipment. Yep. There's not many things that... I mean, there are things that use wiring that small, but my time working for places in Chicago, I had connections with a bunch of the guys, and of course, also my um, budding interest in chess, I rubbed elbows with a lot of electrical engineers. Sure. And uh, that's a uh, 25 out of 30. Okay. You think back to your time in Chicago and think back to some of the people you talked with and had some, well, let's say, theoretical conversations mm-hmm. about what mechanics could really do, what uh, engineer devices could truly do, if given the opportunity. This device, this board here, seems to take that conversation and fling it into the future. It is quite possibly the most befuddling board you've seen. It, do, it, it is engineered to have a purpose, but you're not sure outside of maybe it being some sort of a timing device? Not a clock. Like a stopwatch? No, not a stopwatch. More like a series of relay timers. Like this board will be placed into something and have things hooked into it so that way circuits could be opened and closed during specific times for sp- specific purposes. It it It's fundamentally something you're just simply not mentally prepared to totally understand at the moment. But wherever it came from is, I mean, this is, it's futuristic. It's beautiful. Yes. And the science is slightly terrifying as well. There are a number of pieces like this uh, remaining on this rock. You seem astonished. I've never seen anything like this in my life. Can you make sense of it? It looks like it opens and closes things based on timing. But I don't understand where or what it hooks to. Perhaps it would be beneficial then to see uh, other things like it. You said there's more of this on the truck. Was it that this was in the shipment going to Egypt? I stand up. Shanghai. And I drink the rest of his coffee. And I'll kind of like nod my head, pointing toward the door. I rather heavily stand up. I don't uh, suppose you know what happened to the Korea uh, seashell that we found? Shell. I'll kind of like gesture with my hands like this big, kind of spirally. I have no idea. Was that the thing the doctor was looking at before he looked at the painting? I believe so. Come, perhaps... Uh, perhaps the doctor put it in his bag. Well, the doctor is not going anywhere, so... Uh, if you want to go there, uh, the warehouse, I can meet you there after checking on the, the doctor. Uh, will I be able to get in, or do you want me to go with you to check the doctor? I suppose that is up to you. I think it would be safest if I went with you. All right. We're going to roll the doctor. <laughs> okay. You find the uh, doctor in, a, in his hotel room, door slightly ajar. He is uh, 
continuing to write in his journal. You see that there's a small bottle by his bedside. It seems to be covered with a a rag Mm -hmm. from his medical bag. Tap on the doorframe. Come in. Slide in with uh, Forsyth. Doctor, uh, how are you feeling? I am much calmer now. Simon, how are you? Uh, Perhaps more awake than I would rather be right now. Uh, However, there is a matter of concern. The piece that you are examining came missing from the truck. I don't suppose that... uh, It's on the shelf. I look up. (laughs) Oh, there it is. I will um, kind of chuckle to myself. Uh, perhaps uh, get have uh, Mademoiselle O'Shea take a look at it first before we take it back. No, oh, you may have it. I don't. It was interesting, but it just it helped. It tells me nothing. Oh, and um, you may have these as well. Uh, he digs out the shoebox with the meat feet. <laughs> and hands them to Simone. You know what's in that box. Mm, yeah, I do. I no longer need these. I plumbed the mysteries as far as I wish to at this time. He gets a odd and slightly unsettling smile. Um, I'm gonna touch the doctor's head, just kind of like in the side of his face. How's he? How's he holding up? Is he clammy? <laughs> Is he dying? Mm. He looks really high, right? Can I get a first aid, maybe? Sure. It's a 29 out of 30. Yeah. He's self-medicating for whatever reason. Okay, but he's not hes not in any danger. He doesn't seem to be. Potential OD, maybe? Oh. Yeah, no, he doesn't seem to be. Are you examining me, Simone? I am the doctor. I am the one who does. I'm sure you would be fine. Perhaps uh, you need this um, rest. I will... Uh, Football carry the shoebox and just kind of cup the seashell, and I will back out of the room. <laughs> just kind of okay. Um, watching the doc, not so watching the doctor suspiciously. It's more like I kind of feel feel bad. It's okay, Simon. I have other experiments to attend to. You'll um, be fine. The two of you are going to go check out the warehouse parts. Says that the culmination there. No, I'll leave the shell with O'Shea because nobody's nobody's taking a look at it yet, other than the doctor. Sure. And I'll probably look at it in the morning because I probably need sleep. You do. So the two of you go back to the warehouse and go through the crates that you have not yet been through. Each one of these are a different sort of um, what you would see, Mister Forsyth, as a highly advanced engineered piece of equipment. They don't necessarily go together by any means. But um, there are some valves which are fascinating. And so these, in, um, in terms we can understand here in the present, these valves are more than just A or B valves. So they have multiple different movement points. They can open you know, multiple different uh, flow patterns to these engineered pieces. My only question for you, Mr. Forsyth, is uh, whether you think these objects are dangerous and whether they should uh, accompany the rest of these items to uh, be storage. Well, 
without seeing the machine they hook up to, I honestly wouldn't know. Mike, can I get a sense of if, uh, of which pieces would go together or seem to go together? Would any of these seem to? Yeah, I mean, it's another engineering role, so yeah. you can go after it with engineering. It's really the only way. No, 76 out of 60. Everything no. is too odd. Yeah, these are like puzzle pieces that go to a different puzzle, you think. Um, although you would say that, especially this valve that you have in your right hand, the metal is exceedingly strong, but you've never felt a metal this light in your life. This valve should weigh 25 pounds, and the valve weighs maybe three and a half. Part of me wants to keep this and research it. And then another part of me says that this is not very different from looking at a painting. You mean like in the sense of like potential like maybe sanity? Maybe I <laughs> shouldn't know what this is. Maybe. I guess the question I would bat back to you is how how do you think Forsyth would take holding something that he doesn't necessarily think is possible? Given what I've seen and given what we know, this is too dangerous to leave out. So I think I would just box it back up and put it back on the truck. Fair enough. I would sketch it first. <laughs> of course. I would I would pull out old field book, make sketches of them so that I know what they are in case I come across because we may end up going to Shanghai. You may. But if these are parts for a machine... Them not having the parts means that the machine isn't working. Right. But these people don't need a working machine. So, yeah, <laughs> box it up, put it back on the truck. Okay. So there was discussion of cabling Ramses. Is that something you're going to attend to, Jack? Yeah, I'll attend to that. Okay. So in brief, what would you tell him in a cable? Interested in shipping items back. Stop would like you to handle securing them stop okay then as the next day arrives where is the where's the group setting its sights I think we're still gonna go to Egypt well yeah I think we're gonna set up for yeah the ship to Egypt or transportation mm -hmm. to Egypt but mm -hmm. aren't we going up to the Miser house first oh yeah how long do we have until the new moon um, so at it's this point, it would be the 7th. So you have, what, 15 days? Yeah, which I think we should yeah. should give us time to break into the house, scout the house. Well, scout the house, then break in, because you want to know who's coming and going before you break in. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would think that most, is, most of what we want to do is going to involve that house. I think I'm holding onto that robe at this point. Okay, fair enough. Why don't you all give me a luck roll? <laughs> Group luck roll. So who has the lowest? Oh, man. <laughs> Easily me. Easily you. Well, I suppose it's not group luck. We can do everybody with... Everybody make a luck roll. That's fine. It doesn't have to be group luck. Boy, that's 17 stuff. Hard success here. Hard success. Okay, so Jack and Lawrence, the next day you guys are having lunch 
at the hotel. And you overhear the proprietor of the location talking about having uh, to deal with family in Colchester, which tickles your memory a little bit from your investigations, Jack. And you know that Colchester is out near where the Nays is. Hmm. And if they've got family there, then there's a chance maybe they know a little bit more about it. Yeah. Who's the uh, individual talking? The proprietor. Her name is Helen. Oh, I got up and approach uh, Helen. Excuse me, ma'am. Oh, yes. Is everything all right? Yes, everything's wonderful. I I couldn't help but overhear that you uh, had family in Colchester. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Uh, my aunt lives there, and uh, as does uh, my sister. That's wonderful. Actually, my friend and I had been planning on heading up to Colchester and we didn't really know anything about it. Uh, is there hmm. anything you could let me tell me about it? Well, I mean, this isn't really the the time. Uh, a few months from now, maybe when it's a bit warmer, uh, you might catch the uh, beginning of the tourist season, but now it's nothing but uh, gray beaches and, and, and a few local stores. Although I do know that there are some, there are some folks that go out there still who, uh, like to get away. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, yes, Colchester's a fine town. Uh, we had heard about this uh, old uh, Victorian manor, uh, the Miser House or the Longview House. Hmm. You see her stop and think for a minute. I do know that there was a, an estate uh, out to the east of Colchester that was quite a, quite a large plot of ground, six, uh, some five or 6,000 uh, acres of land. Uh, no. Perhaps that's uh, what you speak of, but uh, it's be, yes. it's all in swampy wetlands. I mean, it's probably not the most hospitable territory. <laughs> not not prime real estate. Oh, I, well, I don't know. Uh, I I think uh, if you've got uh, acres of land, then you can do whatever you like, and you don't have many neighbors. That's interesting. Well, Thank you very much. Uh, is there any place uh, you would suggest we stay when we go there? Oh, uh, well, Walton on the Nays is uh, just south of there. So if you, if you if you get to Colchester and you continue to head east and you want to see the Nays, then I would go to, to Walton on the Nays. And oh. I'm sure that they've got uh, accommodations. Maybe it's not as, I mean, it's not as nice as Southampton, of course, but uh, but you'd at least have a place to stay. Yeah, well, thank you very much. Of course. Enjoy your food. That was helpful. Headed east, then? Everything ready? Um, I will check on um, Maeve in the morning, see whether or not we're coming along with the the horn. Oh. Yeah, in the morning, uh, Miss O'Shea, if you're going to look at the horn yeah. or the uh, the, the shell, the conch mm-hmm. shell, uh, it seems rather dull on the, uh, the, you know, the, the side up, and then when you turn it over, it's stunningly beautiful the uh the mother of pearl or opalescence shine that it gives off is is quite something it's interesting though that you would have it in hand because your your brain from from the experience yesterday seems to tie the two things together it's funny because tiffany's brain was tying those two things together the shell this conch shell is a fairly common symbol of Nodens. I'll keep it. Okay. And when you wake up, the um, 
The mark that was on your forehead when you wake up is gone. Oh, temporary. Thanks. I mean, not, but it is. I knock on the door. Yes. Mademoiselle? Yep. Uh, I guess I'll see if the door's open. You see her there. I'll slide in. Um, hopefully I won't be staying. I just uh, came to see whether or not there was uh, anything to glean from the object we dropped off yesterday. No, but funny thing, it has to do with the deity I spoke with. Like, it's not in and of itself mystical, but is a symbol, if that makes sense. My only question is whether or not uh, it will be relieving, it will be leaving with me. No, I'll keep it if that's okay. Well, I suppose that's not for me to say, uh, but I would uh, recommend, much as I said the uh, last evening, there are a number of objects that uh, we expect that to get rid of that you have brought back with you. You may wish to uh, discuss that information with your friends, our friends. I will leave you to it. Okay. I leave her alone. Okay. I just put my things in my trunk. <laughs> you put the things in the trunk. Secure again that you're ready to travel. Yes, except for I'm keeping the scepters in my bag. Okay. And my knife. My new one. Well, and the old one. Because, I mean, the old one's, you know, trusty. Yeah, the new knife is something different. You'll have to right. maybe get a little time with that. Mm-hmm. So, Jack, are you and your compatriots then headed east to Walton on the Naze? Yes. Oh, there is one thing. Um, I will, before I leave, sorry. Yeah, before I leave uh, Miss O'Shea's room. Pardon, uh, there was a copy of the Black Power that uh, belonged to me. I was hoping uh, I could have it back. Sure, I, I'm still learning French, so I can't... Right now, I haven't been able to really look at it to translate the, the um, uh, footnote. Yes, considering uh, the nature of... Recent incidents, I believe that there is someone who can uh, benefit greatly from the notes therein. It won't be far. I'll dig through the trunk and pull out Elias's book and hand it back. Okay. Um, and I look for um, Miss Lane. She's pretty well findable. Uh, Mademoiselle? Simone? Perhaps uh, the next time you wish to uh, pilfer something from someone's hidey hole? You may find that there is information therein that uh, you can use to uh, keep yourself informed. And I will pass her uh, the copy of the Black Power. You get a copy of the Black Power, written by Jackson Elias. Have I read it before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, you probably have. But just like have. leafing through it and like the the worn on the pages, you realize that there are like handwritten notes in this version. From Jackson or from Simone? Both. Oh. Yeah. I take a look at the book and I look over it, look up at Simone. And while I've uh, already read this, I'm like, yours looks to have a little bit more than the uh, the original copy. I'll uh, take a look at it. It will provide excellent reading material as you make your way east. There's always something to do. As for now, we are going to leave our intrepid investigators here as they move east from Southampton to Colchester, and then eventually down to Walton on the Nays. Thank you all so much. We couldn't do it without the support of our backers and our friends. Come join us on our Discord community. Say hello. We love the interaction, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon. 